July of 2016, I did file for personal bankruptcy and it, it hasn't stopped me. I mean, the last almost four and a half years uh, have been an incredible journey of growth, uh, of challenges, of ups and downs, and uh, everything happens on purpose. Everything happens for a reason. And for all of those experiences that I had to grow through, I absolutely wouldn't trade any of it in because if it didn't happen, uh, it wouldn't have led me to my wife. Uh, it wouldn't have led me to the life that I'm living now. And it wouldn't have led me to doing what I do each and every day, which I love. Let's go! You are listening to the Heath Fluids Podcast. And we're having candid and actionable conversations about your health, relationships, business, and ministry. And now here's your host, the second chance coach for men, Michael David Huey. Guys, welcome to another session of the Heat Fluence Podcast. It's actually a beautiful sunny day here in Florida. And I think I'm still a little bit high from my Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl last weekend, which was just a freaking awesome experience, right? Um, and it's really funny. I'm laughing because... I ordered, and Scott's probably going to laugh too, because if you're listening, you probably can't see us, but Scott and I are on Zoom, and so so we can use some of these for clips and stuff. But we ordered these shirts for the Super Bowl, and guess when they came? After the Super Bowl. Yay. My wife and I wanted to wear these shirts for the Super Bowl, and they came after the Super Bowl. So uh, just kind of funny how things happened, right? And so I was just saying with my guest, Scott, and I want to do a brief introduction, and then I'll let him kind of take away, but... I feel like every time Scott and I, well, I talk, like we just give each other value. It's like God said, okay, talk to Scott. Okay, Scott, talk to Mike. And we just, we, we could probably have just talked and not did the interview. But I was like, hey, Scott, we, we, you, and he goes, I got a hard stop at 12. I'm like, so do I. So, so we, we decided to, to just rock and roll this. And so I, I like Scott because Scott and I have even like just from the first time we like messaged each other on LinkedIn, like we just bounced things off of each other. He gave me some insight. You know, we just, we just, we just connected. Right. And so what I like about him, he's, he's, you know, he's a marketer. He's excellent at marketing, like LinkedIn stuff. If you want to learn from Scott, that's the person to learn from. Right. Um, and he's, he's a go-to specialist when it, when it comes to converting traffic, uh, establishing connections like him and I, right. Creating, creating residual income, right? Knowing what that looks like and using LinkedIn and building personal brands. We were just talking about one of the launches he just had. And and he was talking about some people that he's working with, which I just interviewed one of her friends. And so it's just kind of a community that I think once you're in the center of what God wants you to do, he brings the right people in, he keeps the wrong people out. And thank God, you know, I, I always say, God, why did I have to wait till I was 50 to figure this out? Right? But guess what? The latter days of your life can be better than the former days of your life if you figure out that your identity is not in your past. It's in the present and the future of what you're going to do. And so, like Scott and I said, you know, we, we, we're, we're learners. I'm a little bit older than him, but we're both still learning, right? We, John Maxwell says, if you're not learning and growing, you're dying, right? And so, what I like about Scott is, is he's passionate about helping fellow entrepreneurs achieve success while building their own network organically. And without complicated costs, marketing, and really, like I told him, like Facebook, wasting your money, <laughs> right? Like I've told him I went away from Facebook uh, and his programs have helped thousands of people experience explosive growth. He was just talking about a massive launch that him and his wife just had that was super successful. Maybe we'll dive into that a little bit. But in the next 40 minutes here, we're going to talk about some things that are going to move the needle for you. So if you're listening... 
uh, get ready. So welcome to the HeFluence podcast, my friend, Scott Ayer. What's up, my friend? Mike, pleasure and an honor to be here and just uh, grateful to connect and, and obviously record our conversation now so other people can, uh, can benefit from what we're talking about. Yeah, we, we, I, we probably could write like a little small like uh, PDF or something on some of the conversations that we've had. I agree. And, just, and, 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 and maybe we could do like, like Scott and I were laughing earlier about people, you know, Clubhouse has been around for like two weeks and people are already, or two months and everybody are experts, right? They're experts in, on Clubhouse and they're charging people crazy amount of money to learn how to do podcasts or how to do Clubhouse. And all you need to do is just get on there, right? Like my friend Liz Germain made like this little video of what she experienced. And Liz is a, uh, has helped multiple people scale to seven figures on, on YouTube, right? And she's like, I just told my experience and then everybody started listening. I didn't have to charge a, a boatload of money for a course or whatever like that, right? And so... Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, and then I've, I've got, I told him I've got some really cool things I want to talk about as him and I go through because I want to reach a wide variety of people. Like I had a friend of mine on the podcast and his new wife last week that I actually mentored, led to Christ. Um, he found his wife after a, mentor, a season of being mentored by us and they both had been praying for each other. And so that has radically attached people to understand that you can find somebody like Scott and I, we know that Hey, the Bible says a man who finds a wife finds a good thing and finds favor with God. We both know that we've found favor with God because God has blessed us with an amazing wife. So Scott, tell me a little bit more about you so people can get to know you. Absolutely. So I have a, a very interesting background. So I've been uh, doing some sort of coaching and consulting my entire career. So now 23 years, started when I was 18, almost 19 years old, uh, actually in the health and wellness space. So my family had a, a string of, of health clubs. We had three. I was a certified personal trainer, sports nutritionist, group fitness instructor, did some corporate wellness speaking. And I was kind of thrown into the entrepreneurial game. So I've never had a job. I always tell people I've been psychologically unemployable since day one. So I've, right? I've never, never had a boss. Never. Yeah, I like that. So how everything kind of transpired for me where, you know, sometimes your, your path uh, I don't want to say is predetermined, but it's kind of laid down for you, and you have to kind of lean into it. So my father, uh, my father, you know, uh, one of my first mentors, uh, best friends, uh, still to this day, uh, an inspiration not just to me but to other people. You know, no one uh, has a perfect resume, and he did make some mistakes uh, early in his business career. So prior to opening our first gym in 1997, 1998, and a year before I uh, stepped in to help run it, uh, my father was with a previous company working for um, a company that was doing uh, physical rehabilitation locations. So they would go into gyms, put in a, a you know physical rehabilitation, almost like Novacare, if anyone is familiar with them. Uh, only problem was the guy that my uh, father was working for uh, had a criminal past. And um, uh, actually got back into that again. And my father was caught up in a $9.5 million insurance fraud case, uh, which ended up landing him in federal prison for two and a half years. So when my father went away, you know, the keys to the gym uh, and the business were turned over to me as uh, a freshman going into my sophomore year of college, not knowing how to run a business, how to manage, how to lead, how to grow, how to build, any of those things. And you know, you have two options. You can either fold the hand that you're dealt with, or you play the cards and and you know take them as long as you can. And uh, and that's what I did. And I I fell in love uh, with the fitness industry. 
uh, fell in love with people, fell in love with helping people get results. Uh, you know, four X the gym by the time my father came back home. Uh, we uh, opened up a second location a year after he got back. Uh, a year after that, we sold both gyms for a million dollars. So at 24, I became a millionaire. Um, and then kind of just, I, I didn't chill for about a year, but I just trained and kind of, you know, focused on what was the next step. And my dad wanted to get back into the fitness game again. So we opened up a third and final gym uh, on the outskirts of Philadelphia in an area called East Falls. Uh, only problem was because of the financial past uh, of my father and also my mother being attached to that, everything had to be put into my name when we opened up this third gym, which I didn't really know what that meant. Uh, but about five years in, uh, I understood very, very clearly because I was actually $1.5 million in liability debt with everything that was going on with that gym. So, you know, there, there was a lot of things that transpired, um, you know, between 2009 and 2016. So in that seven-year span, um, I was married and divorced twice. Um, I became a father. Uh, I lost a house. I filed for personal bankruptcy and ended up uh, closing the third and final gym due to all of that. And I don't consider any of those things failures. I mean, uh, my second marriage left me with one of the greatest gifts, which is my now eight-year-old little boy, Taylor. But also, uh, it led me to marrying the woman of my dreams, my wife, Nancy. And, uh, you know, the closing of the gym, the filing for bankruptcy wasn't you know, the, the end of me, it was the beginning of me because I had, like you, I started doing network marketing in 2013. I caught the bug for uh, online business growth and quickly replaced the income that I was making trading time for dollars as a personal trainer. And then also saw the power of social media. And that's what really drew me to LinkedIn for the human connection and human relationship aspect that the platform uh, helped contribute instead of taking it away uh, as Facebook and Instagram tend to do. And uh, I remember when I was faced with that decision to file for bankruptcy because I was the personal guarantor of the lease, which meant uh, if the gym went under, which it was going, uh, I was financially liable for paying the remainder of the balance of the, the lease myself, which is around another you know three quarters, uh, about $600,000-ish. Uh, between all the debt that was uh, involved in the gym, and for me, it was uh, it was an easy, easy decision. My lawyer said, "Listen, um, you can continue funneling, uh, you know, money in from your two successful businesses outside of your gym, or you can file for personal bankruptcy, uh, end this chapter of your life, so you can step into the new one." And I didn't think about it. It was uh, an easy decision. So in July of 2016, I did file for personal bankruptcy. And it, it hasn't stopped me. I mean, the last almost four and a half years uh, have been an incredible journey of growth, uh, of challenges, of ups and downs, and uh, everything happens on purpose. Everything happens for a reason. And for all of those experiences that I had to grow through, I absolutely wouldn't trade any of it in because if it didn't happen, uh, it wouldn't have led me to my wife. Uh, it wouldn't have led me to the life that I'm living now. And it wouldn't have led me to doing what I do each and every day, which I love. I love it. I love it. And and what's really good about what you just said, it's kind of funny. I'll give you a preface of how, you know, when I pray about people to have on these calls, it's funny how much their life is like mine, right? Like, like instead of just randomly bringing people on and say, hey, will you be on my podcast? Hey, will you be on my podcast? Hey, can I be on your podcast? Right? No. 
find out who um, God wants to, you to partner with. Because I believe it's important. Like for me, I had this really awesome, I talked about this on one of my other podcasts, I had a really awesome dream, Scott, back in January of last year uh, before COVID hit. And God kind of came into my dream and he showed me my past and he showed me my future. And it was doors and he showed me doors behind me and he put his hands on my head and told me that I was, un, that he didn't want me to look back at my past anymore. Right. Cause we have a tendency to do that. Right. I even asked him like, why are some of the doors, you know, broken? Why are some half open? Why are some of the doorknobs off? He said, that was your life. That's what you did. You fought with me on certain things and you brought, and, and, you know, I, 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 I've told Scott this, you know, I had a guy steal probably cost us about a, a half a million dollars in, in 2018, 2019. And, and, and I had to consolidate debt. Right. Which I had an eight. For those of you that know credit scores, I had like the best credit score you could possibly ever have. And, and then it went down to like the worst credit score you could ever have. Right. But what I realized is, is that in the midst of that, what you heard Scott say is I grew, like I became this totally different person. I became a better husband. I became a better friend. You know, my co my, my nutrition and coaching business has exploded. Um, and I have multiple streams of income now, and God has just begun to turn that around, right? And so, so why don't you talk about how? And, and this is a question I asked him before because I know he loves to talk about this because we love to talk about our wives because they make us better people, right? And so, as you heard him say, Nancy has made Scott a better person. Lisa has made me a better person. That's for sure. I wouldn't be here today without that. Um, and even just like me, I you heard Scott say he was married and divorced a couple of times. Well. Um, I felt like I was married and divorced like 30 times by because I I just spent until I was 40 like you know in sin and in my own life and in my own head and and my limiting beliefs and all the stuff that I went through. So talk about being able to work with your spouse. Like last time we talked, he's like, my wife's doing this and I'm doing this, and then we're doing something together. So talk a little bit about what that is like to be able to do that. And maybe because I know there will be a lot of people listening that struggle with that, right? Like, uh, should I work with my wife? Should I not work with my wife? Should my wife stay working? You know, what should we do and kind of how that flows for you? Cause I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah. Well, it's number one, we both talk about, every, I mean, it's almost weekly how blessed and, and lucky uh, we both are to have found each other because we both know just in the, in the growth that we've had being together the last three and a half years, there's, I wouldn't be able to be with anybody else. Not, not that there are not a lot of other great people out there for her and myself. Um, it, it just wouldn't be possible. And I know, I know that what we have is so, so special because it, it takes a lot to build a very deep relationship with someone. And there are many layers to a marriage. And I can absolutely tell you, um, we, we, we don't argue. We, we, we don't fight. And it's because we live by uh, the same common principles, uh, which is open communication, whether it's something that the person wants to hear or needs to hear. Uh, I always, I constantly remind her, speak your truth, speak your truth, speak your truth. I don't want her to hold anything in and she doesn't want me to hold anything in. And, and she gives it to me straight and I give it to her straight. I love and, that. And uh, the other thing is, is really uh, 
a, a book that we both really enjoyed that we read separately and then together was uh, the Five Love Languages, and uh, you know, really understanding what makes the other person tick. Because what what we both realized in previous relationships is that we were loving the other person not in an uh, in a unmeaningful way, but in the way that we would want to be loved. Where as you have to love that person the way work. that they would want to be loved. And yeah. again, they're going to love you. Fill in their love tank, right, my brother? Fill that love tank. And, and again, if you're not filling the love tank, it's empty and the relationship can't grow and prosper. Now, dead, it's, a deadbeat, it's a deadbeat relationship is what it is. So the, we know how special our relationship is. We, we, we're both entrepreneurs at heart. We always have been. And uh, you know, just to kind of preface that, you know, on our first date, I didn't bring her flowers. I brought her a personal development book. <laughs> I love that. Well done, uh, my brother. Well done. It was uh, You're a Badass at Making Money by Jensen Chero, which was okay. her follow-up to You're a Badass. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said it came to her at the, the, the perfect time. She was starting a new business, and it's just what she needed to hear and read. And you know, when we started dating and started being together, she kind of you know caught the bug of all the things that I was doing. And then we ended up starting business t- together. And being able to create those boundaries, uh, which she's helped me immensely create boundaries in my life. Because when we first started dating, I would take calls on the weekend. I would do trainings on the weekend. And she goes, listen, you need a break. And that's when we really started to institute uh, our hours of operation. We, you know, we both don't, we have a, a morning routine. We don't do anything before 10 a.m. We don't do anything after 6 p.m. And we don't do anything uh, from Friday at five on until the following Monday, because again, you have to dedicate that time for yourself and your relationship. If you're just working all the time and you're not connecting with your partner, how do you expect to grow as a couple? And you know, the other thing that really helps us is that we're both doing what we love. We both love people, and we also play to our strengths. So I do what I do best. And she does what she does best. Now, she's helped me get better in certain aspects of my business uh, and my coaching, just like I've helped her. And you know, we, we call it watering each other. And that's what you want to do in a relationship. You want to constantly water your partner because when you water a plant actively and consistently, that plant will grow and it will flourish. And that's the way that a marriage and a relationship should be. You always want to take the time to pay attention to your partner. And Nancy always tells me, you know, she doesn't require a lot. Um, she requires love and and so do I. But she says it's it's the the little things that matter the most to her. Uh, when we make chili and she sets the timer for an hour for when the chili cools down to put it back in the fridge and it maybe slipped her mind and i ended up walking to the kitchen and i do it for her and or taking out the chili the next day to reheat it up and she goes she goes you're so good she goes you're you're just so special like you're so mindful of not just yourself but of me like cuz i'm i'm always thinking what can i do for us that that's the big thing that, and and again you know there's there's three sides to a relationship. The first side is yourself because you you do need your own time. And especially in a quarantine, it's, I mean, there's no one in the world that I would want to, I would want to be quarantined. Um, 
you know, outside of Nancy. She's the only person that I can be quarantined with and, and my son, obviously. Uh, and we and we were used to being together all the time, but it's been so great for us to spend this time together to get all the things done. But the other side of it is she needs her time. So if she wants uh, to call it an early day and she wants to take a bath and she wants to lock herself in, in the tub for three hours with candles and listening to a podcast, go do you. Yeah. And the third side to a relationship is you as a couple, you know, spending those things. And we love doing puzzles together. So we've, we've gotten into that, like doing thousand piece puzzles. Uh, we have conversation cards. So when we're sitting having dinner, uh, we ask each other questions that we maybe wouldn't think of asking each other to, to get connected on a deeper level. And, uh, you know, those are just some of the things that really makes our relationship special. I love that. So, okay. So I always ask this whenever anybody brings, whenever anybody brings this up, when they talk about um, the, the love languages is, is, is it's kind of funny. So they, if you know about, if you've never read the book, the five love languages, okay. You, you, you kind of, uh, when you read it, you're like, oh, uh, I haven't been doing my part. Right. So the, 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 I'm a big, if, if you can see behind me, I have this bookshelf and then we have like six of them in another room. Right. And, and the next book I read after the five love languages was uh, his needs, her needs. Okay. Super book. If you're listening and you have not read that book, you need to read that with your wife. It, 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 it's, it's next level. And then love and respect. Okay. Three of the best books on relationships ever written. Uh, if you, if you come, if you really want to know the heart of God in a marriage, it's nowhere in the Bible. Does it ever say a man wants to be loved? Even though we do, it means it says they want to be respected. Right. And that, and a woman wants to be loved. So that can either be a healthy cycle or a vicious cycle, right? And so, so my brother, what are your top two and Nancy's top two uh, love languages? So mine, we, we both love physical touch, obviously. That's um, yeah. a, a big thing, whether it's holding hands or hugging or being intimate with one another. Um, my also one is I, I love words of affirmation. Um, it feels really good when you know she tells me that she loves me and she cares about me. So hearing that, um, you know, Nancy would say she's a combination of um, words of affirmation, but um, acts of of kindness. So service, yep. um, she loves the acts of service where you know I empty or load the dishwasher or you know do those little things um, where it's not unnoticed whether it's salting the driveway, um, you know, getting our coffee or her coffee ready in the morning. Shoveling snow. Shoveling snow. All the, <laughs> I mean, we just got our third snowstorm here in I know, Jersey. I, so. I wasn't trying to, to, to rag on you about that, but. Well, I, yeah. I, I, lo I love the snow anyway, but it's, I, know it's, you do. I think it's, it's those types of things. So, and it's understanding um, what she needs, what she wants, what she loves, what she requires. And again, um, there are times in a relationship where it's okay to be selfish for your own needs because you do have to serve yourself so you can serve your partner. Uh, but also you, you need to be selfless in a relationship and you have to, to serve those people that you're with because um, till death do us part. You know, she is the, I mean, we're, we're to get, we're in this forever. And I want to be one of those couples that's, that's married for 30, 40, 50 years that is just as in love or even more in love than the day that they met. And that's what I really strive to achieve. Yeah, that's so good. And, and I'll just say this because obviously 
most people don't know me, but I'm, I'm, I've been certified through, through the five love languages and learn how to teach it. And they usually have, it's reasons I tell people to take it at least once a year uh, because mine changed. I'm like, it's so funny. Um, Scott and I are so much alike, which is really funny. Uh, Cause we always talk about that. We're <laughs> like, we just have all these things that we got going on and it's easy to catch up when you're, you know, it's the first thing you do. And so for me, mine used to be words of affirmation for years and years. And then recently it turned into uh, acts of service. Like I, I was okay with my wife telling me, um, you know, Hey, you're awesome husband. Hey, I can't believe the people that you impact and blah, blah you know, the, and so on and so on. Right. And now it's like when she, you know, I do all the cooking, you know, and, and thank God I'll, I, I found a company that's delivering half of our food a week, which is rock solid for me. I don't have to do all of the cooking, eat to evolve. It's a little plug for them. Um, it's a company called eat to evolve. They do organic foods and ship them right to my front door, which is kind of nice. And I don't, ha- I have to only cook half of the foods that I'm cooking now. Um, and, um, but I really like it. Like she'll come home. Um, she went back to work. She felt like God told her to go back to work. She doesn't have to work. She, when we lost all that money, just so you guys know about my wife, she went back to work because she wanted to pay people back from somebody that somebody else stole money from, which is just her heart. Like you don't find people like that. There's just few people like that that would just say, Hey, you know, uh, we've, we've filed for all this stuff and we've done all this stuff. We don't, you know, you know, and people told us that and we're like, no, we're not going to do that. Right. And so, I mean, I, 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 I think I was saying before, I'll make more next month than she makes in her whole year of working, right? But she wanted to do that. And, and recently, I had some over the handicap of being healthy, Scott, is I had o, a overextended bone growth in my mouth, right? Like my bones were growing. Like, and when you get older, they're not supposed to grow like they're growing, right? And the doctor's like, well, hey, you're super healthy. What are you going to do, right? And so I had to get some dental work done. And her insurance paid for all of it, no copays like no nothing. Right. So I was like, okay, honey, maybe there's a re- like you said, Scott, there's a reason why everything happens. Right. So why don't you finish up with this and just tell us a little bit about some things that you guys are working on. Like you just started a project and I want you to kind of throw in a little bit about the importance of LinkedIn, because I just told Scott and I were laughing. Like I just told him like, I'm done with Facebook. Like I, I have somebody who does stuff on there and I do it to keep up with my family, but I'm transitioning to YouTube and LinkedIn. And so why don't you talk a little bit about some things you got going on and then maybe you can expound upon that and about how LinkedIn is perfect. And then we'll finish up telling people how they can connect with you and get to know you a little bit better and maybe work with you if they, if they feel needed to. Yeah. So uh, well, I appreciate that. And uh, we have four main businesses. Um, I have my own coaching and consulting practice, uh, teaching entrepreneurs and high performers how to leverage LinkedIn uh, in only 20 minutes a day to grow their networks, grow their impact, uh, and eventually grow their income. So I work with people one-on-one. I do group coaching. Um, I actually train and speak to some of the largest financial institutions in the world now, which uh, I'm very grateful for that. So um, if someone is really looking to leverage LinkedIn in an organic way and not having to spend all day on there, obviously that's what I help people do. Um, I also have a monthly academy called the Network Marketing Academy because since I do have a network marketing background, I wanted to still serve that community in a very meaningful and impactful way. Uh, So it's a monthly academy that people can join at any time. And basically, I do a monthly masterclass that rotates between, in my opinion, the four most important aspects of network marketing, uh, which is your mindset, your organizational skills, your lead generation capabilities, and your social media understanding. Uh, So every month, Uh, I do a new masterclass along with 
uh, a guest training every single month and it, it just keeps rotating. So there's a library of over 60 trainings since I've had the academy for about two years. Um, I'm actually doing a, a free four-day boot camp uh, from February 22nd to February 25th. And um, if you just go to the Network Marketing Academy Facebook group, you can find out information on that. And then uh, we have an agency called BYOB Agency. So this is my, my wife's flagship agency where we help uh, business coaches and high performers uh, show up on social media through our content uh, and branding agency. So we help people write their own content and extract that content. And then our team goes in, breaks it up into multiple pieces of organic content, and we post it out for you on up to four social media platforms of your choice. So you are more visible, uh, you're getting more attention and awareness, and obviously business growth. And then our flagship program is called uh, the Expert Authority Program. Uh, It's a 12-month mastermind that we have, which we work with business coaches, um, you know, top network marketers, high performers on how to become the expert authority in their space, um, how to how to write a, your own and publish your own book, how to launch your podcast, how to start a successful blog, how to leverage LinkedIn from a branding aspect. So we work with people on a weekly basis for 12 months. Uh, so by the end of those 12 months, you are spit out on the other end uh, being that expert authority in your space. So there's no denying that you know what you're doing. And those are our four main businesses. Awesome. So before I before you we tell people, I want you to take maybe the next two to five minutes and just talk a little bit about some some of those things. Cause I'm I, I already know something I want to have you do with me. Uh I'm I'm always here. I, I always say, Scott, you know what I always say when I'm when I'm in these podcast things? Like, so my my wife, uh my wife will come in in the mornings. And we do the same thing. Like I get goosebumps when I think about it, like how we do. I had a guy on my podcast a couple of weeks ago, Daniel Quack, who was a pastor's son who went from living in his car to like, you know, multiple seven figures and using other people's money. Right. Like, like who wouldn't want to do that? Right. And he said that he did five things every day. And he said he he worked out, he worshiped, he wrote, you know, and one of the things he said is he wondered W-O-N-D-E-R. Right. And, and so that really impacted me. Like I, I, I started thinking, well, what can I do consistently every day that moves the needle, right? Like what can I do every day when I get up that makes my wife a better person and I give her gratitude and I, and I, and I tell her how wonderful she is. And when I saw her this morning, we were at the gym together and I saw her come out in her nurse's outfit and she's going to do COVID testing for people. And, uh, you know, she has, she has a, a great perspective about all this, what the world calls a pandemic. Um, if you ever want to talk to her, reach out to her. She would love to talk to you about it because she's tested about 6,000 people and less than a half of a percent have tested positive and all of those have been non or asymptomatic. And so um, why don't you share just some po- something powerful about mindset and about obviously you have four businesses. So you obviously have to have some type of incredible mindset like like even... And, and, and I just want to, I want, before you go into that, I want to edify you a little bit because I feel like, um, I feel like you and I are going to be friends for a long time just because I feel like I have enough, we have enough respect for each other that, that we could just encourage. And, you know, for me, um, God has been bringing all these people into my life because I'm obedient with the small things. My grandmother used to say, Scott, if those, who, and then she used to just quote scripture to me, say, you know, when you're, when you begin to be faith, if you find areas in your life that you're struggling in, just look at how faithful you are with the small things. If you're not faithful with the small things, you're going to screw up and you're going to have all of this chaos and 
you know, you're going to be complaining and you're going to be, you know, doing everything that's, that's leading you down the path of, of the least resistance. Right. And then, and then, and then God says, and pulls you back over like me, like, you know, like he did in my dream. Right. And so I just want to say thank you because Scott is a man that, that we all screw up. You heard him say that earlier. Like we screw up, you know, we forget things or we do things. And he just, a man, he just says, Hey bro, let's talk about it. You know, Hey, I'm so sorry. I missed this. Or, you know, and he knows I'm like that too. Like, Hey Scott, you know, Hey, can we, I've been wanting to have you on my podcast. Can we get it in the book? And so I just want to say, I just have a lot of respect for you from a, a man of integrity. Um, I think you do do what you say you're going to do. Even if like me, like if I forget, like I tell people all the time, if I forget something, just call me on it. Like, like call me on my stuff. Right. And so finish up with, with just a little bit about mindset and then tell people how they can connect with you and reach and reach you. Yeah, I think mindset is one of those things that is a it's a choice, and uh, it it actually it it helped me understand how important mindset is. After I I wrote a uh, read a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and you know what what Eckhart said in this book, he said there's you know three types of people in this world. Uh, there's people that live in fear, there's people that live in anxiety, and there's people that live in peace. And I'm like, well, I want to I want to live in peace. Because he said the people that live in fear are the ones that are fearful of the future. They're constantly thinking about things that have not happened yet. Yep. Then there's people that, that live in anxiety, which means they're constantly anxious about things that have already happened. Can't change the past. It's already happened. And then he said there's people that focus on the most important time that we all have, and it's the only one that we can control, which is the present, which is right now. And he said, the more that you can focus on the now, the more peace, abundance, prosperity, and ease you will live. And that's where I realized, I'm like, you know what? I, I have to get grounded with my mindset. And it's, it's, I, I have a very strict routine. Every single day, we get up at the same time, 6 a.m. She calls me the captain in the morning. So I, I basically start the day off and get her out of bed a little bit later. So I, I get my, my pre-workout meal wake her up. Uh, you know, we get washed up, take the dogs out, go downstairs, our home gym, work out, go back upstairs, coffee goes on and we have breakfast and, and that's, and we don't do anything until 10 AM. That's our first four hours of our day. And, uh, I do gratitude every single night before I go to sleep. I have a gratitude journal that, that I write in every night. And, uh, it's basically, you know, what I'm grateful for that day. And uh, I always write, you know, uh, a victory from that day. So something great that happened because there is something, uh, no matter how big or small it is, there's something great that happens every single day. And, and then we do a, uh, a nightly meditation. So we do a, a, a money, uh, prosperity, um, guided meditation every single night that uh, we go to sleep. And we've been doing that for three years. And it's by Jason Stevenson, wonderful YouTube channel. I highly recommend it. So we're constantly, we're going to bed. Uh, with those prosperous mindset uh, and thoughts running through our brain when we're conscious and then when we're unconscious. And it's all about reprogramming. And the one thing that I will say about mindset before we close out is whenever you have a thought, ask yourself if it's truth or if it's a story. Most of the time, because we have over 15 to 20,000 different thoughts a day, your mind is playing tricks on you. It's a story. And I remember Sadhguru, who's this Indian yogi, said that, you know, if 
think about the story that you're telling yourself in your head and pretend that you're producing a movie. With those thoughts that you have in your head, would people go see that movie or would they run away from it? And Mel Robbins even said this too. She has, you know, she wrote the the five second rule. Um, And, you know, Mel said that five second rule and it's yeah. Five, four, three, two, one, get up. (laughs) Yep. So she said, if, if people actually had an external microphone built into their heads where people could hear the thoughts, most people would have people running away from them. Yeah. So our, our internal dialogue ends up hurting us more than helping us. So the one thing that I always remind people is when you're having a thought, when you're having a feeling, before you act on that thought or feeling, and I challenge my clients whenever they say things to me, I'm like, okay, is, is that a fact? Is that truth? Or is that a story? And they're like, well, it's a story. Okay. So you're, you're making something up that hasn't happened yet or potentially may never happen, but you're actually going to will that and bring that into your present for what reason? Is it make you feel good? Is it making you happy? Is it bringing you fulfillment? And if it doesn't fill one of those cups, it's a story that you do not need to play in your head. Now, the whole concept of living in the now, I'm just going to tell you, uh, everyone that's listening, it's not easy. It is a daily, daily practice because it's deprogramming years and years and years of having fears and having anxieties, no matter how young or old you are. But just like anything, the more that you practice, and, and T. Harvecker says this, every master was once a disaster. So in the beginning, yeah, you might suck at you know staying present and you might float into that fear state. You might float back into that anxiety state. That's okay. We all have. But the more that you're aware of it and the more that you practice, the better your mindset will get. Boom. So tell me real quick, as we close, where people can connect with you and, and find out more about what you and your wife are doing. And, and like I said, just get to know you better. Yeah. Uh, social media, um, Scott Aaron and uh, Nancy Evans. Uh, it's my wife. Um, you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. My handle is at Scott Aaron LinkedIn. Uh, and my wife's is at BYOB agency. So build your online business. And then uh, my website is scottaaron.net. And you can also reach us at timetogrow.com. And that is our uh, joint website as well. Love it. Brother, I appreciate you so much. And guys, if you're listening or women or men or couples, if you're listening, the only way people get to listen to this is if you download it and share it, right? Like share this information. I, I've just, I, I spent one day this week reading uh, emails of people that had downloaded and listened it and how things have affected their life from these, right? And uh, so uh, I appreciate you guys. I say this at the end of every single podcast. Um, love God, love people, and live with passion and a vision because all the time I say this, that people perish for a lack of knowledge, but the difference between knowledge and wisdom is action. You can learn all you want. You can, you can, God's wisdom is infinite. All he says, all we have to do is ask for it. Just ask for it and take action. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Heatfluence podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. And as always, you can follow Michael on all social media platforms at Michael David Huey or www.michaeldavidhuey.com. Until next time, God bless and take care.